Welcome into the In the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com. Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development, as we take a look at the Wednesday card, which features the Grade 2 J.P. Morgan Chase Jessamine. Two-year-old Phillies going a mile and a 16th on the Keeneland Turf course. And it's the uh, stake leg of what is a late pick four that starts in race five. So, Jim, let's start with the stake and the Jessamine. How do you see it? Yeah, two-year-old Philly races on the turf. Uh, they're not really easy to handicap. So I'm going to go really, really deep when we get to the pick four. I had a hard time separating these horses. I, I thought that uh, Cassie's Philly's Spanish love affair uh, probably is the most impressive because she's already won a stakes. So it was a sharp Susan at Gulfstream. So Gulfstream's competition is not that tough. Uh, in the summer, so uh, you have to question that, but she's really done everything they've asked her to do, so she's got to be a, a deserving favorite here, but you can make a case for a lot of them. Uh, Taylor's Tourist uh, for Alvarado uh, ran well at Kentucky Downs in that stakes. Uh, Ingracia for Chad Brown uh, won a maiden special weight first time out at, at Saratoga, went off at 1-2. to two. Aunt Pearl for Brad Cox was very impressive, won at Churchill by 5 in her debut, and even when you get down to a horse like uh, Asmussen, it's got a horse named Beautiful Star in here that's 20 to 1. But if you look back at her running line, she ran in the juvenile fillies at Kentucky Downs off of impressive maiden win at Ellis and ran behind Plum Ali, who came back and won a stakes at Belmont on Saturday. So I can't really eliminate very many of these horses. Uh, I would, uh, if, you, if you maybe pick a winner, I would probably go with Aunt Pearl simply because I think the Churchill race is probably better than the Gulfstream race. But Spanish Love Affair has won that little stakes. So that gives her an, uh, an edge here. Only a few of these have raced twice. So two-year-olds are tough to, tough to pick this time of year. But uh, I, I would probably go with Aunt Pearl, Brad Cox for the win. Going to go really deep when we get to pick four. I ended up taking a, a bit of a swing at a 10-to-1 morning line shot here in Navratilova. Bred to love the stretch out. The the dam here is center court that Rusty Arnold trains, uh, trained, and now he trains Navratilova. And I did an interview with him that'll uh, be up on Keelan's social media, and uh, he said that this filly reminds him a lot of center court. She'll love the stretch out on pedigree, and the debut win. Number first of all, uh, his horses don't typically win first out with a lot of regularity, so you notice that. Uh, for Navratilova, and the runner-up from the race has already come back to win, so might be a, a tough group that uh, she competed against. So I'm going to take Navratilova. Aunt Pearl is the one I almost went to uh, to have a horse went off by five at Churchill, and that was Derby Week, I think, so good horses there, and uh, Cox's Barnes doing well at this meet. Uh, Batya for Graham Motion. Um, I think this horse... Winning first time out for motion uh, merits respect. Got to use Spanish love affair, certainly, for the reasons that you mentioned. I think the, the Gulfstream point is a, is a valid one as far as the level of competition. Ingracia, just because of Chad Brown. And then uh, Gambling Cat uh, for Maker, I'm going to throw in as well. And I could go deeper, but I'm going to stop there when we get to the pick four. But the win pick for me is going to be Navratilova. So let's go to the pick four. And it starts in race five, which is the beginning of the late pick four and the end of the early pick five, which you get on these uh, eight race Wednesday cards. So, uh, Jim, let's jump into race five, the uh, first level allowance race for three-year-olds and up going a mile and an eighth on the turf. Uh, I ended up going to Mud Pie here for uh, Rusty Arnold again. Uh, this horse uh, ran a nice second at Keeneland in the summer meet and then parlayed that into an impressive win at Kentucky Downs. Not only one, but one running away. And uh, I think, 
you know, it's a it's a tough step up to now go and face uh, other winners. But the way she won, I think, or the way he won, I think, uh, could come back and, and win this. Hell or High Waters faced a little uh, tougher schedule to this point. So I think that one merits respect as, as running great at stakes company. King of Fortune, a little intriguing for Maker. The win, two back, uh, was a, a nice effort. It's been fairly consistent, and I thought for a price, that one uh, could uh, could be in the mix. I didn't see a you know anything that, that scared me too much in here as far as uh, you know not wanting to take a, a heavy favorite. Spanish Kingdom, the nine, uh, has had some nice races. Uh, perjury Trap, if that one draws in for Chad Brown, you got to uh, add on your ticket as well, but he's uh, 15th, so it may not draw in. And then Midnight Joster has won here at Keeneland in the summer meet, and just off that angle, I think merits a little respect. So I'm going to go deep in the first leg of the pick four. How about you? Not as deep as uh, as I'm going to go in the Philly race. I-, I like Mud Pie here as well, but my pick was uh, Spanish Kingdom. I thought the race that uh, he ran in the Transylvania last year that was a blanket finish, um, a mile and 16th. He stretches out the mile and eighth here. Uh, he's run a mile and eighth before. And uh, that blanket finish last year, he only got beat by one length, even though he finished fifth and lost to Field Pass and Street Ready and Fancy Liquor, who came back and won. So uh, that that's proving to be a pretty good field. He was 26-1 to 1 that day and almost upset them all. Uh, so uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take him for Joe Sharp. He came back and ran at Churchill, caught a – He's, he's caught a couple of good tracks. I think uh, the turf will be firm tomorrow, which should help. And I think that uh, he fits really well in here. Mud Pie would be my second choice for Rusty Arnold for all the reasons that you said that win at Kentucky Downs was very impressive. Uh, Kentucky Downs races, uh, they, they've been doing well. They, they won uh, horses coming out of there, one in New York this past weekend and one at Keeneland. Horse that you didn't mention that I'm going to throw in on my ticket is uh, Mantra for Joe Tolomo who comes off another Kentucky Downs uh, race where he got beat by two and a half, but uh, ultra consistent, only really got one bad race uh, on the page, and, and he's just he's always right there. So I think he's a good bet to get the money. I'm going to stop there. I think Heller High Water's got a shot, and I think also watch the also eligibles for not only perjury trap, but uh, Asmussen has a horse on, only entered for main track. I don't think that's going to happen, but perjury trap is really a, uh, somebody you got to look at drawing in off the else eligible. And also surf and turf for Andrew McKeever. Uh, he likes to win here at, Tur- here at Keeneland, and he's always got his horses ready for this meet. He doesn't have very many, but they always run good. So I'm going to go three deep when we get to pick four. You mentioned the uh, Kentucky Downs angle. They were winning at Pimlico on Saturday, too, in their uh, oh, that's big right. card. There was a horse called Catman that I cashed on just on simply that angle that it was the only horse in the race coming out of a Kentucky Downs race. Uh, so definitely pay attention to those uh, horses coming from Kentucky Downs and not just here. Second race, or second leg of the pick four, is a starter allowance for Phillies and Mayors three and up at the about seven furlong distance, so just a little longer than seven furlongs. Um, how do you see that one? This one is the easiest race of the whole card. Uh, if Queen... Nekia does not win this race. There's something wrong, and I, you know, this race was is a starter allowance, and the conditions are Phillies and Mares three and up, which has started for a claiming price of twenty five thousand or less in twenty nineteen and twenty. This horse uh, started for twenty five thousand back on December sixth of twenty nineteen, and since then has won two races, including a hundred fifty thousand dollars stakes race, and finished uh, three quarters of a length off the win in the Royal Delta. Uh, this horse towers over the rest of them in here and i i would be shocked if you're going to get even money and it all 
she almost looks too good to be true as far as a single for your pick four. But I don't think there's anybody in here unless one of these horses gets off to an easy lead. I think La Femme Royale possibly could get off to an easy lead, but it looks like Honey Parade's going to keep her honest. Uh, Jungle Juice has got a little speed. So it just sets up well for Queen Nekia. This, this race looks like it's made for her to win. So real easy for me, single to one here. Yeah, I'm doing the same thing uh, for all the reasons you mentioned. She's a big class edge. She won nine races. Uh, the two, uh, if you want to uh, add another horse to a multi-race wager, uh, a Norm Cassie claim. So a new trainer might move the horse up. The the two, Cedar Hall, um, is the uh, only other one I could see uh, winning instead of Queen uh, Nekia. And then the seventh race we talked about, the eighth, that wraps up the pick fours, a 30K maiden claimer for three-year-olds and up going six and a half furlongs. I just had this down to two horses that I ended up using on my pick four ticket. I gave the nod to Fugitive um, because he's coming out of straight maiden company and the comes out of a Kentucky Downs race where the top three have already come out to come back to win. Uh, and this one's out of the maker barn. So I just think a lot of things to like on Fugitive. But I'm also going to use long-term thinking, which uh, was a horse that was just claimed last time out for Aspewson. And uh, he's obviously sharp at, at that game. So I'm going to use one and eight in the late pick four. How about you? Yeah, those two. Plus, I'm going to go a little bit deeper. Um, I, I really like Al Stahl with Maidens. And dropping from 50 to 30 is almost like a, a Maiden special. Uh, didn't run very well here at Keeneland uh, back in the summer. But cuts back to six and a half furlongs. I don't think uh, I don't think he wanted any part of uh, mile at sixteenth. Um, Hernandez takes the mount back, and and Saul gets them ready. So I think uh, American Humor has a shot. I'm also going to use the uh, the nine epic adventure just for Wayne Catalano. First time starters is is he's over fifty four the last couple of years, but uh, it seems like he almost won one here the other day. And I think this one fits with Lay Peru. Uh, and uh, I am going to use the other horse that I was going to use was the uh, the two better. You didn't mention better, correct? Correct. Uh, for Eddie Keneally. So uh, coming out, dropping out, made special weight down to uh, thirty thousand for Keneally. So uh, I'm going to go five deep there when we get the pick four. All right, my pick four ticket is two, seven, nine, ten, eleven, fifteen, and the fifteen may not draw in the one in the next leg. Then I'm going to go one five seven eight nine ten, and then one eight in the last leg. Uh, Thirty six dollar ticket, keeping it uh, low because um, got a big favorite there in the uh, sixth race that will probably depress the price if uh, she indeed wins, as we suspect. So that's my ticket. What's yours look like? I spent a little bit more here, but I did go ahead and, and do all in the uh, in the stakes race. I, I just thought that. Uh, the Jasmine's just so wide open there, and I couldn't really eliminate very many horses with a lot of confidence. So I went ahead and, and took them all. So I go two, three, nine in the first leg, Mud Pie, Mantra, and uh, Spanish Kingdom, single to one, Queen Nekia in the sixth. By the race, the, the stakes race in the seventh, um, and uh, then come back with five horses in the, uh, in the last race, one, two, six, eight, nine, fugitive better. Uh, American humor, long-term thinking, and epic adventure. So, two, three, nine with one, with all, with one, two, six, eight, nine. That's eighty-seven fifty, and knock out any ever you want out of that, uh, out of the Jessamine. I, I just think that's uh, just such a wide-open race. It might be worth it at eighty-seven fifty. 
Eight race card for Wednesday. Best of luck, and we'll be back for another edition of the In the Money podcast for Thursday at Keeneland. And I'm Tom Leach for Jim Goodman for the In the Money podcast at KeenelandSelect.com.